0: Welcome back to Divided We Stand. I'm your host, Victoria Lang, along with just Joe Aguirre today. I don't know why I said that, like, just Joe Aguirre. It's still going to be feisty. It's still going to be hurtful. a fun time. Sorry. Didn't mean it that way. Didn't mean it that way.
1: Fair enough. I'll, I, I won't I won't be offended.
0: You know, hopefully we won't make it too um, one way this week, since it's just the two of us, but it's, it's okay. Like, it's fine.
1: Well, I'll, let me start off by saying this as as a, a fine American uh, mm-hmm. and as somebody who identifies really as an independent, really in the middle at this point. Right. I see the irony in Donald Trump being ill with COVID. I don't relish in it. I wouldn't wish it on anybody. It's You know, it's fine. And 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 listen, my wife and my daughter both posted stuff basically saying that they hoped he died. And I was like, take that down. Yeah, he's still the president of the United States. And I'll be honest, I would rather see Donald Trump defeated at the polls than in life. I think that would be the I, I would want him to know that the American people have overwhelmingly rejected him and his ideology that's what i would like to see victoria
0: yeah well um yeah i agree i think that he really needs to relish in the defeat that i hope that he gets um but right. i'm not going to say so no, I I think you're know. happy about it i, I think i
1: I, think <laughs> I, understand like, what I you're don't saying. know
0: how to say it without being completely controversial but yeah. like he has killed so many people by drawing back testing and lying about vaccines and doing all of this just crazy shit so i just i just think he deserves it i also have he left today he left the hospital he left fist pumping he was really happy about it he also tweeted i kind of want to get his exact tweet it's absolutely crazy. He's basically just saying a bunch of stuff, absolutely downplaying COVID, making it a joke. He said, we'll be back on the campaign trial soon. The fake news only shows the fake polls. And it's just not quite sure what's going on here. Sending such a whole message.
1: Horrible. A lot of them are going along with that um, don't believe the poll thing. And I'll tell you this, and for anybody who and I because I hear this all the time, Victoria.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Hillary was up by 30 30 points in the polls, which was true at one point. Back in June of 2016, she was up by 30, and then Russia did what it did. Mm-hmm. This week in 2016, she was leading Donald Trump by 2.5%. That's it. Right. So anybody who wants to tell you the polls were wrong, they most certainly were. And she won. By three percent, so the polls were deadly accurate as they always are. This well, is no different.
0: Isn't it different? This well, I thought things were different this year in like what's considered a swing state and stuff, so it makes the polls like more accurate or something in the states that Joe Biden is winning in. Do you know what I'm saying? I could be just confused.
1: I do, I do <laughs> I totally understand what you're saying. I think. That I'll be honest, I think it's more likely that he's faking having COVID than he is to die from it because and, and, and if that is the case, and it certainly could be his leaving the hospital early, not a good idea. It, it really isn't. I think, you know, the president of Argentina or, or Bra- Brazil, rather, did something similar where I uh, said he had COVID and then he came back mm-hmm. super strong, super excited. Uh, the people hate him there. So but it, it gives you a myth like image to beat COVID and to be back on the campaign trail three days later. I think if you're right. Donald Trump and you're 74 years old and you're obese and he's got other medical yeah, conditions that are of concern. I know he hates being called obese, but he is. Yeah. <laughs> he should be home resting, is where he should be. And he most certainly right. shouldn't be out shaking people's hands or anywhere near anybody. I know. Also, and I he's still in the zone where a person of his age and his weight, which is obese, as I mentioned a moment ago.
0: Yes, yeah, Donald Trump is obese. <laughs>
1: I'll mention it again. Um you know, he's within that five to seven days, he, you know, you could take a terrible turn for the worse. And we've seen it happen over and over again with patients who mm-hmm. have con- who have contracted COVID that you start to think, "Whoa, oh, well, maybe I'm all right. Maybe this ain't so bad. And next thing you know, you're in the hospital, I think the other really curious thing is the medical team at Walter Reed has been extremely dishonest. Mark Meadows, the chief of staff, has been playing some kind of weird game where he went and told the press the opposite of what the doctor says I mean it's a bizarre thing the president was on oxygen uh before he went to the hospital that we do know so yeah. at, at some point the president was in really bad condition and it's certain that he could revert back to that so I don't think we've cleared the woods just yet and going back to the White House, I'm not sure that that's the best idea, but, uh, you know, nor is, nor is downplaying COVID at this point. Absolutely you know, he, not. Said, he said, he said, you remember just a couple of weeks ago, I think you brought it up that nobody <laughs> is affected by COVID, which I guess makes him a nobody.
0: Right. Nobody's affected by COVID. Exactly. Donald Trump is obese. <laughs> so <laughs> fact check on that one. That is a fact. Also. To just, like, really set it in there. Only three days after Homeboy was diagnosed with COVID, he not only is leaving the hospital, he's back in the White House, which Melania, he, she's not cool with it. Even when he was in the hospital, she was like, I'm not going to visit him. Sorry, fam, but you're going to have to isolate alone. So I'm sorry about that, but I want no part of it. And she was alone. She said that she was happy chilling at the White House, solo dolo, having the place to herself whatever direct quote that's what she said that's exactly what she said words came out of her mouth but he also made a hundred dollar coin that you can buy if anybody wants to go buy it it says trump defeats covid and they're on sale at the website of the white house gift shop which is not affiliated with the white house have to have to put that in there
1: so um, i i hate to bring this up (laughs) but if he were to die that coin would become a collector's item
0: should I get one? Like, I,
1: <laughs> should I
0: invest? Is it like Bitcoin? Maybe.
1: It's. I'll tell you. Listen, he's an interesting character. I mentioned uh, Hillary was up two and a half at this point in 2016. He, Biden is up by 13 points, That's and more, more interestingly, Biden is up in states that he needs to win. Right. And, well, right. you go. That, Trump trials in 10 of 11 swing states, and also the majority of people who watched that debate, half of them thought that uh, Biden outperformed, 24% Trump said Trump did, uh, the rest said it was just the worst thing they'd ever seen. Yeah. Uh, 73% of people who were spoken to said that th- th- it didn't mean anything. They already knew who they were voting for. This certainly wasn't going to change it. Right. So I think it's interesting, though, that 27% of people bought into the debates and maybe took something out of that. And and if that be the case, I will tell you this, Victoria, and I have a lot of Republican friends, um, and I spoke to several of them this week. And every single one of them said to me Mm. that was awful
0: because it was
1: <laughs> they thought Donald Trump blew an opportunity to make Joe Biden look like an imbecile and they thought this is the strategy they used Victoria mm-hmm. Chris Christie who is still obese but not as obese as he once was <laughs> the strategy that that Giuliani and Christie worked with Trump was to interrupt Biden to frustrate him and to get his stutter to kick into effect. That was their game plan. It wasn't to talk about policy. It wasn't to talk about what's coming in the next four years. It was to try to make a man who stutters and who's been fighting that his whole life to stutter. Instead, he told you you're a clown and then he told you to shut your mouth.
0: Right. And I watched a lot of different like videos and read different articles and stuff, especially from other people's perspectives who don't live in the U.S. And the response is just obscene. Never before I expected it to get bad, but Donald Trump was just—he was just downright disrespectful. And then he got called a clown. The president of the United States got called a clown on TV on a debate like that is that's absurd i also think it's absurd that the president of the united states literally has the coronavirus and there will be another debate on wednesday with plexiglass that is their solution plexiglass. We're still having the debate. So, I don't know. This conspiracy theory has been out for a while. My dad's conspiracy theory that Joe Biden would be the one getting coronavirus so he wouldn't be able to debate Trump. Well, now how the turned half tables because there will be, it will be happening and there will be plexiglass, but this time it is Donald Trump.
1: Love it. Uh our buddy Tyler Bard. Uh, from Baseball with the Bard, another great CMG podcast, uh, sent a message. Trump only beat Hillary because as moderates thought change in politics would be great. We were wrong. And hopefully, we'll okay. all make the right move this time. Hashtag Biden Harris20. And I'll tell you what, and I would say to people like Tyler and anybody else who voted for what they thought they were getting, if you honestly can look in the mirror and say that this guy overperformed or 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 met your expectations, vote right? even
0: met it. your expectations.
1: But if you're being honest with yourself,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you have to admit. And, and if you think that uh, Obama did a bad job, if right. you think Obama divided America, right. you you absolutely can't tell me. You can't look me in the eyes and say, "Well, this guy's brought us together." <laughs> this it's guy laughable. has really joined us. He's like, it's laughable. And again, the idea that this clown is on stage talking about how terrible and all the problems we'd have if Joe Biden was the president by talking about what's literally <laughs> happening on his right watch. <laughs> it's an insult to any American with a brain. If you're a person who has a brain and you can formulate thoughts and you're looking at Donald Trump objectively, you can't possibly think to yourself, I need four more ears of this guy. Now I understand Joe Biden isn't all that in a bag of chips. I get it. I do. I understand that. He's not yeah, my guy. That's for sure.
0: Definitely I'll wasn't anybody's me. first pick. No, I
1: don't think. No, I don't know. I mean, you know, I think most Democrats were hoping that he would get COVID and step aside. And, um, Instead, listen, I thought he did a nice job at the debate. I thought he handled himself as as well as a person could handle himself when they are talking to an uneducated buffoon. Who and that's what Donald Trump
0: the country.
1: It's what Donald Trump came across at that debate. I was not that I was expecting anything great from Donald Trump. I thought he would do better than that. I really did. And I'm glad that most Republicans and and most people, the 24% who said Trump outperformed it in the debate are the 24% of America that's absolutely, absolutely um, in awe of this guy. This hero worship nonsense has to stop. I thought it was the same way with with, um, Obama, that hero worship. Was he a good president? Yeah, he was all right. Was he the greatest of all time? No. And if you think he was, I- I'd love to sit and debate that for a couple hours with you. I'll tell mm-hmm. you all the reasons why I don't think he was. Is he anti-American and a Muslim? No, he's absolutely not. Oh, my God. Just like you and I. He's an American. And that's fine. We have to learn how to accept our differences. I said this last week. I think it bears repeating, especially in light of the fact that I think Joe Biden's probably going to win this election. hmm I have not heard one person on the right in any right-wing media in any way, shape, or form talk about how we coexist moving forward together, no matter who the president is. I haven't heard Ben Shapiro talk about it. I haven't heard Tucker Carlson talk about it. I haven't heard the Fox and Friends talk about it. I haven't even heard people like Chris Wallace, who's generally um, um, a little more center uh, than most people are. I haven't heard him talk about it. Mm -hmm. I hear liberals talk about it. Because then they and here's the thing, they have a pretty good feeling they're going to win. Yeah. And yet they're looking at their fellow Americans who have referred to them as libtards for the last five years. And despite that fact, um, have continued talking about how we reconcile this country going forward. So Mm -hmm. I would say kudos to the liberals on that one.
0: I mean, kudos to the liberals. I think that honestly, we could be doing a little bit of a better job talking about because I think there's been a lot of questioning, but the action or even like the planning, there's no planning to be had. So kudos to the liberals for even asking the question for posing. What are we going to do? But I think that we need to, you know, get some action in place because realistically, what is the government going to do or literally anybody who's in charge, the president, anybody, what are they going to do for us to really like unify us? Nothing. We kind of just like have to do it ourselves, us and our Facebook posts and our weird Everything else in our interactions and in our daily lives, that's what's really going to make the difference when it comes to, you know, after November 3rd and when everything is said and done, what is really what our America's going to look like? You know what I'm yeah.
1: saying? Yeah, seriously. Uh, interesting comment from Tyler the right wants a war if Trump doesn't win. Absolutely. And here's the thing. Uh, Dan Beningo, Gingo, whatever his name is, uh, big conservative voice. Um, And really, to me, if you watch him, uh, one of the stupidest people on the face of the earth. And it's shocking (laughs) how many fans that guy, I mean, he really is. He really is a stupid, stupid person. Um, And for whatever reason, they've really taken him. He was uh, an NRA uh, TV guy originally. Now he has a, a nationally syndicated show and he talks a lot of crazy. I watched the video from the Proud Boys earlier today talking about starting a war. Yeah, I mean, here the problem is, is you have Donald Trump and his son, Donald Jr., who's another putz, who have continued to talk about liberals and illegal immigrants, or just immigrants in general, as animals in an attempt to dehumanize them. And when you dehumanize people, as they have done, what you end up with is the right wanting a war if Trump doesn't win. And that's exactly where we're headed. And I would expect that there would be violence. I think that that idiotic 24% that thought that Trump won that bait would be the same 24% uh, who will be looking to start some trouble. And so I guess all we could do is be ready for it.
0: I guess. I mean, I don't think that there is really a way to be ready for it, but I mean, what are you going to do? I mean, I think that the worst case scenario would really be, I guess if they if the if they what i mean by that is if the right started protesting the way that we are if there was riots and stuff like that because trump didn't win but like i don't realistically seeing that happen and i know that the hypocrisy is insane but I don't think that these people who are so against the violence and whatever would put themselves out there in that way to fight for what they believe in. I don't think that they have it in them, to be completely honest. I don't think that they have the years of aggression, the years of do you understand what I'm saying? I do. I I definitely
1: do. You know, here's the other thing. The the way these people are offended is laughable.
0: Right. I think that that's like the biggest thing. They really have no case. So for people to be going and burning the streets when they have literally nothing to base it off of, I think that— that is what I can't really see happening because things go pretty far, but I don't know if that one. I don't know if we're going to see a lot of that. I really don't. When I'm sure you... we'll see some of it. I'm oh, sure. Oh, I'm we'll sure.
1: See some of it. Listen, but I, I think when you consider that a lot of these people on the right, um, again, increasingly see this as. I, I had a conversation with someone the other day, um, and the person ended up crying. You can imagine how horrible I felt. Hmm. Um they basically said to me, "Look, I I support Trump because I support my rights. I believe in my rights and I want I want secure borders." And I was like, "Are you joking? I mean seriously, you're joking, right?" No sense. Like, do you really think that the Democrats don't want you to have rights? What?
0: Well, I think right now we are more fighting so you can have more right. rights
1: again i, I like talked right about conservative like court victoria is not good for the little guy
0: absolutely not and like not even just like the little guy even like your dad that like works at a law firm like even he's gonna get like the boot in the ass eventually you know yeah. like unless you're literally a billionaire you're not you're not what are you getting from that you know
1: Right. So again, these people support an ideology. It's not something they're experiencing for themselves because I think deep down, they all think that at some point they're going to become millionaires and then they'll have the same problem Trump has trying to pay $750 a year in federal taxes. Yeah. You know, it's amazing the hypocrisy, the same people that have been complaining about Joe Biden, the same people who said Hillary Clinton was dying are upset that a few liberals are glad Trump's got COVID when, I mean, come on, people grow up, grow up. Look what your side's doing. Look what your side is doing. How can you be, how can you be all offended when you get it right back? I don't know, I mean, I really don't understand.
0: And I remember when it, even, even when Bernie Sanders was like first running, everybody's like first remark that they had about him that it was, he was old, that he was old as fuck and that he was gonna die. And just look at him. He looks like he's withering away. But him and Trump have like three years difference or something like that. And him, not so even, I think
1: they're the same age. Literally.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> Again, you know, it's, it's, and this is what makes it hard to respect Trump supporters is, and it's an impossible task if you're a Trump supporter because you can't logically ever be consistent. You just can't be because things that are on one side you won't apply to the other side. It's that basic reasoning that they're completely lacking at this point because it it doesn't fit what they want to believe. So it's it's easy to call stuff that you know you don't agree with fake news. I've argued many times, and I'll say this again: I think most people on the right don't know anything about Black Lives Matter. Mm-hmm. other than it's not white lives or all lives, and they hate that. Learn mm-hmm. about the organization. Look at the stats. Wonder wonder why people are taking to the streets. There's probably a reason for it. Now, the other part of my conversation with this Republican was, um, I don't want socialism like they have in Cuba and Venezuela. And I I got to tell you, mm-hmm. you know, I, I find sense. that to be... A, a shocking amount of ignorance from a person who I think is really smart that, that a person would believe that. My Real own quick. mother said the Can same thing to me about it. You know?
0: What is Before actually you, happening in Venezuela? As,
1: listen, as if Joe Biden and Kamala Harris are out there shaking hands and meeting people all across the country, and they're like, we're going to bring Venezuela here. Right. I mean, does that seem likely or logical in any way, shape, or form?
0: I mean, absolutely not. But none of the other ideolog, oh, my God, I can't even form my words. It's like rubbing off on me. (laughs) (laughs) But just nothing else really makes sense that comes out of that. Even when you watch the debate, how many lies that Trump said. Oh my God, I watched this video. I shared it on Facebook. I wish I had it right now so we could play a clip from it. But it was just like every lie that he said and then just like a fact check after it. And there was at least like 20 or something like that in the midst of an hour and a half. And that is just so unbelievable. But the thing is, Trump supporters will not take the time to look into whether the information that he's spreading is factual or not. They'll just take it and run with it because the president can't just say whatever he wants. Well, I guess he can. Because it is literally happening right now.
1: Are you are you familiar with the hashtag Where's the River?
0: No. Okay, so
1: the other day, uh Kaylee Macanini, who uh, by the way, is also positive for COVID, was doing a press conference. Oh my gosh. She was asked about a statement the president made where he said um a whole bunch of ballots were found in a river, in a ditch.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: The reporter asked the question: well, what river was it? And Kayleigh didn't have the answer Mm -hmm. and suggested it was interesting that those journalists had no journalistic curiosity about the ballots. And the guy was like, well, I'm asking you where the river is. If you could tell me where it happened, I'd like to know more about the story about these seven turns out it wasn't seven ballots. It was just random pieces of mail that Uh were found in a ditch. There was no ballots. And even if there were, how would you have known they were Trump ballots unless you opened them?
0: Yeah. Isn't that illegal? Yes, what's up with that? I mean, so
1: it was either sealed ballots and you didn't know who they voted for, or you opened the ballots and broke the law to see who they had voted for. Mm-hmm. But then the interesting question was, how would the person have known what those seven ballots were? Again, as it turns out, that was a lie. there 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 are no there are no ballots found in a swamp. That's yeah. just another untrue thing. Um, I found it interesting that the President went after Hunter Biden. Uh, Again, beat that $3.5 million conspiracy theory. The mayor of Moscow gave Hunter $3.5 million. It's been debunked. Mm -hmm. The Republican Intelligence Committee has cleared of any wrongdoing Hunter Biden, Joe Biden, Barack Obama, and Hillary Clinton. It's in a Republican Senate Intelligence Mm -hmm. Committee report. Right. Just like idiots that they are, Christopher Wray, FBI director, appointed by Trump after he fired James Comey, said Antifa is not an organization. It's an mm-hmm. idea. It's anti fascism, which is amazing that people in this country suddenly support fascism, I suppose. I, yeah, I, I, I really guess don't so. understand that either. But. You want to dispute facts that come from Trump's own people, right? This is the problem we have. It's also interesting. John Kelly, former chief of staff, has remained mm-hmm. so tight lipped, although he did agree with uh, General Mattis, uh, whose assessment of Donald Trump was that he's erratic, he's unstable and he doesn't know anything.
0: Right. <laughs> Accurate.
1: Rex Tillerson called him a fucking moron so famously in his first term i mean everybody who's worked with this president john bolton i mean name anybody not one person's got a good thing to say about him not one person's been like well i'll be honest he's smart he really does a good job when they leave they're they all tell you exactly what's going on in there i I, I mean it's striking and again this idea everybody's against trump again 179 countries the world health organization nearly a million america everybody's just what getting COVID just just to screw trump over this is how Guess stupid so. you people are right it's just stupid stupid thought it makes no sense your options are 179 countries about 10 million people the entire world health organization Iran, China and Russia and the Democrats all working in some amazing conspiracy to screw Trump over or Trump's a liar. Those are your options. I mean, let's think about it from a simplistic standpoint. Right. Let's go with Occam's razor. Which of those things are the more are the more obvious, which which one's more likely to be true? a grand conspiracy of the entire fucking world where (laughs) donald trump told another lie he's already told twenty thousand, but this time nah i mean i love mike Gaudiosi. i wish he had joined us tonight but mike is famous for that like this i think this one time trump's telling the truth you do really
0: right and oh oh my god it makes me so mad that Freaking Mike won't tell me or tell us who he's voting for. Whatever he says, he we don't know that he's voting for Trump. So that makes me kind of feel like we he, we've got him on our side. So I will give him the benefit of the doubt. But I feel like he gives the president a benefit of the doubt way too much. I don't know why, but he just I don't know if he thinks that Donald Trump has got like Mr. Nice Guy syndrome and just like can do no wrong. I I just I really don't know. I'll but it's what just, it is. Like in the eyes of so many people, that that is what's
1: going on. <laughs> Look, I'll tell you what it is. I mean, Republicans want to support Republicans. If you're a Republican, you're pretty hardcore in your beliefs. It's, it's not often, Victoria, that you'll meet somebody <laughs> like me who's like, yeah, I can't be part of this garbage. Can't do it. Got to step aside. Now, again, I don't love the Democrats. why so I didn't become one. But I like what they're doing better. I like their ideas better. Their policies have a better impact on the entire world. Their their policies have a better impact on me and my family, mm-hmm. and so I'll vote Democratic until the Republicans change that. And and the other thing I I find striking is, and my wife and I were talking about this a little bit yesterday. Ever since the 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 the, the transgender ban from the military, mm-hmm. the Republicans' position from that point till everything we do today is. Whatever the liberals think, it's the opposite. It literally is. If you guys, liberals, I mean Victoria, all mm-hmm. suddenly said that you hated the Iran deal,
0: mm-hmm.
1: we'd probably jump back in it.
0: <laughs> probably.
1: <laughs> if you guys, if you guys said that you didn't like the TPP, the Trans uh, Pacific uh, Partnership, mm-hmm. you'd probably jump back in it.
0: Probably. Absolutely. Like,
1: it, 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 this is—and again, for me, as somebody who was a Republican for a long time, it gave them money for, for many, many elections, Victoria. Mm-hmm. I'm sh- I'm ashamed of what they're doing now. Like, uh, 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 appalled that, again, we don't have a game plan. The game plan's just whatever—the opposite of what the Democrats want.
0: It is. and it's, good. It's so surprising, especially when all these policies and stuff like that, like the— Transgender, what was it? I think it was like the rollback on like them enrolling on in the military and stuff. So that basically made it so transgender people that were already enlisted could stay, but people couldn't enroll. But all policies like that, and pretty much everything. Oh, excuse me, everything that's really been happening, it lacks nuance. They, it has no nuance, and I absolutely do not understand why that is okay especially with such detrimental things to like our society our military literally everything I don't understand how we get away with writing out such a I don't know like a flat lined or just like a blank plan or I don't know what a word for it would be my vocabulary right now is just I don't even know what's going on. I'm like fried or something,
1: but um, it's the beginning of the week. I know
0: it's <sighs> my life is hard,
1: <laughs>
0: uh, but basically, what I'm saying is just before we write out all of these protocols and stuff, especially like the nasty ones that like literally ban people from enrolling or enlisting in the military, why don't we look at the real? issues here and really delve deep into it and maybe pick out the certain policies that don't line up because I think that the biggest issue that people had with the transgender one was that they considered um, gender dysphoria basically like the border or the basis for being transgender as a mental illness and they don't allow people with other mental illnesses into the military or they at least go over what they're going to allow but they don't really give that same leisure to people who are transgender, even though gender dysphoria isn't really like a mental illness. Do you know what I'm saying? And I just think that that is kind of a good of the policies. You know what I'm saying? Right.
1: Well, look, again, this is where you run into these religious issues. This is where you run into the religious stuff. This is where you start running into um, you know, you're, you're running into religious issues. The same thing with gay marriage, the same thing with abortion. You know, it, it, this all stems back to some stupid book that was written, uh, or, or that was called 3000 years ago that, that took old stories and myths and rewrote them with new characters. Mm-hmm. And this is what people want to base our laws on a book. That's been completely debunked. There's not a, a piece of information in the Bible that has ever been verified to be true. And that's what we're basing our laws on. And I have a real problem with that because that's a book that doesn't condemn slavery or rape or torture or genocide for that matter. So it's probably not a good place to get your laws from, okay? But when, when when you bring your religious element, you make it personal for people. And you give these idiots on the right cause to say that they're being attacked. Again, I point out it's the year 2020. We started keeping track of years uh, based on when Jesus Christ died. So there's no war on the Christians. You pretty much won. We gave you the fucking calendar. Right. It's all yours. We play. I mean, it's really the year like 5,700. If if you're really keeping track with modern times, but Mm -hmm. We're like, yeah, sure, okay, We it's been 2020 since Jesus yeah, left, great. great. Um, and there's no proof Jesus existed. But again, this is the conversation, these are the arguments we're having with, with, with Christian fundamentalists. The Republicans continue to court the uneducated uh, votes because, again, those people see the Republicans serving their cause. I take great offense at the fact that the Republicans have the gall to still claim patriotism as their own, with a president who's had the weird relationship he's had with Russia. No collusion. Well, something weird going on there, though, yeah? Something weird. Something. Something you should at least be, I would think, a little bit alarmed by.
0: Right, especially when people are so alarmed by everything that's—and this is quotes, if you're just listening. My fingers are in air quotes. Everything that's going on with China, how can you be suspicious of anything that is going on with China and them trying to interfere in the election and literally have no red flags raised about anything that's going on with Russia? None of it. None of it. There's none— there's just a gap i mean really
1: it's it's honestly um disappointing again to see republicans looking at these issues again and and here's the here's my other favorite part 19 republican attorney generals Hmm. are fighting to take your health care away and to make sure that pre-existing conditions are no longer to be covered by law 19 Republican states are fighting for you if you have a pre-existing condition. And by the way, COVID will be a pre-existing condition going forward, just so yeah. you know, if you have it, they don't have to cover you, and you'll go bankrupt with your hospital bills. And that's what the Republicans want. Can somebody explain to me? Matter. Can someone explain to me when all we've been talking about for the last 10, 12, 15 years is healthcare, why the Republicans would prefer that we don't have it that we that we can't get protected that we can't be covered they've already done a horrible job with this again you know and and here's my other thing where's that second stimulus bill
0: where's it at i don't know you shut shut us down you
1: force us to stay home and then you cut the money train off
0: right and you complain about making us stay home they complain about it and they're like oh this isn't real um but wouldn't that? You would think that they would want to give us more if we, if we if they were pushing out that we're just staying home for a hoax that all of this is fake news. Don't you think that they would want to have our backs a, like a little bit more? Like none of this makes any sense. <laughs> well,
1: and their idiot leader gets it, and it doesn't change anything. And I right. that, that, again, that's the upsetting part. I, I I'm strongly anti-incumbent, particularly of Republicans. But I'll be honest, you know. People like Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer. I mean, what, what are they doing? What are they really doing? Nothing. <laughs> Doesn't feel like much. You know, it's a lot of posturing. And I ain't seen anything get done. I I really don't. You have a, a Democratic-led majority Congress. Do some stuff. Pass some bills. Send it to the Senate. Let the Senate shut it down then. But put it on them. Act like you're doing some friggin' work for America.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I yeah, mean, seriously, no. Victoria, <laughs> There's there's not a single politician in office right now who I feel like deserves another round of this. I would love to bring in all fresh new bodies. Wipe them out.
0: Yeah, everybody
1: heard. out. Let's get a whole bunch of new people in. You got four years. And you can't turn your shit around. You can head right back to the shit state you came from. No thanks. You know, it's it's the United States of America. There's 50 states. People need to stop sending garbage like Lindsey Graham to, to, to the Senate. Start sending quality people who have America in mind and not just themselves or their party or their state. It's it's done. And I think we're I think we're in general just over it now.
0: Oh, I'm over it. And I cannot even believe I found this article today from The New York Times. F- Supreme Court Justices Clarence Thomas and Samuel a Alito Jr., who dissented from the Supreme Court uh, in 2015, they're talking about trying to recall the same-sex marriage precedent. That how we are still talking about that. How that th- that is still a question. That that if that should be okay. That that should be legal in this country now is so absurd to me. Sure. The again, this is
1: one another one of those. Years. Another one of those things they're calling religious liberty, which is just conservatives hiding behind bigotry and racism like they like to do. The the reason, you know, it's funny, go back to the era of slavery in this country. And do you know who the people defending slavery were in the United States during slavery? Preachers, pastors, and religious folk. Right. And do you know, do you know where they, they, they felt that they had been given permission was in that fucking Bible. Right. The Bible, which does not condemn slavery, was what they used. And here we are, 150 years later, as black people are still fighting for rights. Now you have same-sex marriage back, back in the conversation again. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's funny, I know a lot of people, especially Republicans who are supportive of gay people who were like, well, it's not like they can change the law. Hey, right. dumbass, that's not how it works they can change the law. And when you put a conservative uh, majority on a Supreme Court, it's exactly the what point. they're going to do.
0: That is the point. And that is exactly what I've been trying to explain to so many people, because even, oh my God, I hate I hate the call out, but my entire family is like, oh, even if we we, we love black people, we love gay people, we love everybody, but we're still going to vote for Donald Trump because he can't change those laws, just him single-handedly. But everybody, and I'm like, everybody on that Look. Supreme Court can. Everybody, those are the people that are going to change That actually have the authority to do that, and if it's all Republican, this is the stuff that is going to be in question, and this is what we're going to get rid of. And it helps literally nobody out. And how are you going to call this a free free country? And how are you going to say that we have freedom of religion and freedom free speech and all this stuff when all of our lie or all of our laws are based off of a magic book that is literally insane
1: (laughs) victoria i think until and it's i mean you know 17 percent of people in this country now identify as basically atheists or agnostic it's the fastest growing group over the last 10 years it's actually doubled and i suspect it will probably double again uh over the next decade or so And the more we get away from that sort of um, prehistoric thought process, I mean, again, these are people who were very superstitious. The whole God complex comes about when you're two years old. That's why people have imaginary friends. Mm -hmm. Most of us get rid of the God complex by the age of five, and that's when religion slips God in. Um, It's all nonsensical. And look, Alito and Thomas are basically arguing, Victoria, that gay people getting married um, is basically um, uh, an attack on religious people. Mm -hmm. Once again, (laughs) much like that book, that shitty, shitty book, the conservative and the right's constant obsession with people's Reproductive organs, right, is creepy. Is you think Joe Biden's creepy? All you people talk about is gay sex and how much you hate it, which kind of makes me think you kind of like it. Yeah. You're kind of at least a little curious about it, or and if you
0: are, that you're not having it, and that's why you need to get rid of it so nobody yes. can be having it if you can't be having it. Yeah.
1: Period. Listen again. If you think that same sex marriage offends God, you're a fucking idiot. If you think there's a God and that that God would have time to worry where you put your dick, I mean, are, are you people? Are you people serious? I mean, it, 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 this. I grew up religious, and the more religious people I talk to, the clearer this was bullshit. The, the more obvious it was bullshit and that it, it was just another form of tribalism, which is the last thing we need in this country. It really is. We're so divided. Then you throw that you throw the religion in and it's all over. You've got people that, that believe in magic, mm-hmm. who thinks that you're going to upset the God that apparently destroyed cities in the world a few times over. I mean, it's it's all such unbelievable nonsense, and it's it's a it's a shame that in 2020 that our politicians still have to go around and pretend that they give a shit or that they believe when in fact most of them clearly don't. Does anybody think Donald Trump believes in God seriously?
0: Right. You think you think some lived a life of
1: debauchery, of excess who's untrustworthy, who screws every... You think that that person's a Christian? Right. Let me tell you something. If you think that guy's okay, then your whole religion's bullshit. Well, that's not... bullshit. You know it. I know it. And we're not fucking playing around anymore. I'm, I'm done with this shit. I'm done with this shit.
0: Right. Well, I think that everybody... Well, especially when you said that within the past, what was it, two decades, um, Christianity and religion and all that kind of stuff has kind of like slipped away and atheism and being agnostic and all that kind of stuff has um, grown. And I think that that is obviously just attributed to this generation and technology and stuff skyrocketing. Now everybody has the means and the resources to educate themselves on what's really going on out here. And I think that obviously that's why religion was just such a huge thing back in the day. Everybody just really did not know anything about anything. Nobody knew shit about shit. And now we have all the means to be able to know that and do those things. So obviously when you have more, when you have more facts, you, I, I literally sound so dumb. Anybody that is going to listen to this, I, I literally was about to be like, more fact is more smarter for us, the generation who don't believe in religion.
1: Yep. That's I feel like I'm... I should say something like Victoria's really smart and is clearly having a bad day, or she's tired, maybe she's dehydrated. I'm not sure All what it is.
0: Above. Yeah, yeah.
1: Um but look, we're, we're in a bad way in this country. Uh, we really are. And and I find it, again, really disappointing as, as somebody who, you know, grew up as a Christian, who grew up as a Republican, to see the way they behave, to see their reaction to being talked back to when— they're the ones that are the constant aggressors,
0: right? I, I mean, you it's this problem. You started the conversation. You wanted to have it, and now that we're having it and discussing it with you, you're getting mad at us, and I don't know why.
1: But I am proud of your generation because I think your generation. You know, it's funny when I was a kid, I, I went to I went to religious. I went to Catholic school as a kid. I went to um, a parochial school uh, for my freshman year of high school before I got the boot, and yeah i was i was a troublemaker and and you know me you know how i can be an antagonistic person yeah i had a young religion teacher he guy was 25 he had just left the seminary he didn't want to be a priest but he still wanted to be around young boys i guess yeah uh so was this cool. was the job he took and i love the guy i thought he was really great mm-hmm. and i'm a really smart dude and i was super into history i'm super into religion and if you know mm-hmm. anything about those two things shit don't jive I mean,
0: oh. <laughs> it just,
1: it's it's like if somebody wrote a book and just put names in of famous people, mm-hmm. they were like, you know, uh, Marilyn Monroe and The Rock <laughs> were great in that movie together. And you're just saying names. Those people yeah. clearly have never crossed paths. Decades between. And, and basically, if you go through the Bible and you look for the historical context, nothing aligns, nothing matches up. Um King Herod was actually dead before Jesus was born. Heard. <laughs> I mean, people, the whole book's full of shit. It's a book full of shit. And here's the thing. I mean, if this ma- if this magician had been born in Bethlehem, wouldn't there be, like, still a shrine tomb or something? Or
0: Right. where the grave at?
1: And how come nobody else at the time thought anything of it to write about it? Right i mean back that? in antiquity victoria like the lot of writing they did back then and uh, can you imagine if they were like dude there's this like fucking magician guy says he's from heaven watering the wine curing the lepers he just brought this dude lazarus back from the dead the other day yeah. y'all could be writing some shit about this guy and instead what you have is nothing
0: Literally, nothing. like why on the caves, there's no writings, there's no scriptures, there's no absolutely nothing. How come? How come that? How come nobody came back? And I don't even want to say what I was gonna say right now because it's absolutely not historically accurate. I'm just breaking on the Bible. If it's not historically accurate,
1: right? then it could be in the Bible, Victoria. That's how <laughs> absolutely. that's how it works. This is what we're dealing price price. with. We're, we're, we're dealing with a group of people on the right. That don't accept basic facts because they believe in fucking magic. Mm-hmm. And when you, when if you could, if you can believe in God, an all-powerful, all-knowing God who directs your life has already pre-planned your life. If, if you're willing to believe all that, mm-hmm. that it took them seven days. Why would it take a God seven days to create anything? Is beyond me. It right? doesn't seem like you'd think.
0: So, what kind my of god, is that facts? I but it like took like, them seven days. If
1: you can believe all of the bullshit that they taught you, you will believe anything with enough convincing.
0: Oh, yeah. You and are that's how people get into cults and just yes, you know, all that. Kind I'm of actually
1: stuff. watching the oath <laughs> on Netflix about the group Nexium that ended mm-hmm. up uh they busted the chick from Smallville. Yeah. Um, smart, intelligent, attractive people who Got suckered into being in a cult. They didn't know they were in a cult until they started branding the guy's initials on their genitalia Mm -hmm. with a soldering iron and no anesthesia. No anesthesia, I should say. Not Anastasia. She's dead. Um, Anyway. Uh, Cults, (laughs) they're very real. And if if you're confused as to how any idiot can be in a cult and you're Christian. (laughs) My
0: is like popping still right now. Yes. Tom Cruise still up in there. He's in a cult right now.
1: But it's funny. Christians will make fun of Scientologists and it's like, yeah, you guys are doing the same shit though.
0: Exactly. (laughs) Like literally the same thing. Like, honestly, like, I'm like, y'all are worse. Like how much money did you give to your church this
1: year? But here's the thing. Uh Listen, Victoria, People are people can be religious. Separation of church and state. Yeah, now this
0: has turned into an episode of honestly just like ranking on religion. I'm really sorry about that. Like I my apologies.
1: I've been watching a lot of Christopher Hitchens videos lately, late at night, and it gets me super fired up. Because here's the other thing. Let me tell you a little bit about me for just a second.
0: Mm -hmm. Please.
1: Sometimes I think about the fact that I reject God. Mm Mm-hmm. And I have that little game. It's called Pascal's wager where you're thinking to yourself, if I do believe though, and there is a God and I get to heaven, like, yeah, I'm in
0: like you right? won the game. Right.
1: But see, Christopher Hitchens, who, by the way, one of the, he, he passed away in 2012. One of the great thinkers of our generation uh, has something he calls Hitchens wager, which is you go to the pearly gates and you explain to God, Hey, look, I'm a man of integrity. You didn't give me enough evidence. Do I not get credit for that, for living a good life, for being a good person, for being a charitable person? What if you just say no? And I didn't need the threat of burning in hell from you as my main motivator to do it. True. Because for most Christians, if you took the, if you, if you took the, it's literally God's holding them back from raping and murdering us, Victoria.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And and the more I see the way they behave, the more I'm convinced that literally this fucking wizard in the sky is the only thing that's, that's stopping yeah. them from taking your shit and killing you.
0: Absolutely.
1: Oh, I agree. That is a scary indictment on the religious.
0: Oh, yeah. Religious people be scary sometimes. But honestly, I see that mostly in older religious people because I think nowadays, even like the younger... People that I see, it's it's not the same. It's not as extreme. And I don't see as much hate in younger religious people nowadays, you know. It's it's a little bit more open and stuff. But like some old them geezers is hateful. Let me tell you that for sure.
1: But here's the problem, Victoria. Those geezers get to you after thirty years of them telling you how much they hate the gays. And mm-hmm. eventually you don't realize it because you have gay friends and you're super liberal and stuff. But like, yeah. you know, you get a little bit older, you're like, oh, gays. So flamboyant, you start to look. Whoa! Did that just come out of me? Oh my god! That's what happens when, when, when you just and this is where the Trumpitos are in big trouble because the more he pounds these insane conspiracy theories and lies into their brain, the more they're apt to believe it because they want to believe it. They already want to believe it. That's you know, the they, bad part.
0: Yeah. So for you sure. just
1: say it, and it's like, yeah, I was waiting to hear it. Now I don't. I don't even need to see facts. Sounds true to me. Hmm. That's where we're at, and that's scary.
0: That's just not the way we roll over here, though.
1: Also, two Supreme Court justices coming out um, and talking about trying to repeal a law that they passed just five years ago is, I I would think, completely inappropriate. And I would hope if the Democrats um, do take over that maybe they would look at uh, possible impeachment for uh, these two big mouths
0: hopefully and that is exactly why everybody needs to vote if you are in connecticut like we are the voter registration is up i believe the 27th of october so make sure you register to vote
1: before and then. i don't care where you live even if it's connecticut or massachusetts or a blue state vote and if you're in a red vote. state vote vote Every vote matters, every single one, especially when you consider how many they're going to toss, because, you know, that shit's coming. Yeah. The more we need more in there, it'll be better for us. Trust me.
0: Seriously, that's your voice. And that's pretty much all you've really got when it comes to doing stuff like this. But anyways, you can find us on Clovercrestmedia.com slash divided. We stand. You can find us on Facebook. We're still banned, but like, it's fine. We're not going to talk about that. It's,
1: it's only like a partial ban. <laughs> yeah. The good kind, a partial yeah. ban.
0: Yeah, it's like half ban. It's cute. It's a cute ban. It's whatever. So you can find us on YouTube. Also at the Clovercrest Media YouTube page. Um, obviously, we're Divided We Stand. And you can catch us on Mondays at 8 or Sundays at 3 or whenever we just get around to it. So if you like a spontaneous, funky show, then we are the one for you, my friend. So get with it all right for joe guire and me victoria lang deuces bar.